Danger Ahead by Eugene V. Debs. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. International Socialist Review, January 1911. The large increase in the socialist vote in the late national and state elections is quite naturally hailed with elation and rejoicing by party members, but I feel prompted to remark in the light of some personal observations made during the campaign that it is not entirely a matter of jubilation i am not given to pessimism or captious criticism yet i cannot but feel that some of the votes placed to our credit this year were obtained by methods not consistent with the principles of a revolutionary party and in the long run will do more harm than good i yield to no one in my desire to see the party grow and the vote increase but in my zeal I do not lose sight of the fact that healthy growth and a substantial vote depend upon efficient organization, the self-education and self-discipline of the membership, and that where these are lacking, an inflated vote secured by compromising methods can only be hurtful to the movement. The danger I see ahead is that the Socialist Party at this stage, and under existing conditions, is apt to attract elements which it cannot assimilate and that it may be either weighted down or torn asunder with internal strife or that it may become permeated and corrupted with the spirit of bourgeois reform to an extent that will practically destroy its virility and efficiency as a revolutionary organization to my mind the working class character and the revolutionary integrity of the socialist party are of first importance all the votes of the people would do us no good if our party ceased to be a revolutionary party or came to be only incidentally so while yielding more and more to the pressure to modify the principles and program of the party for the sake of swelling the vote and hastening the day of its expected triumph it is precisely this policy and the alluring promise it holds out to new members with more zeal than knowledge of working-class economics that constitutes the danger we should guard against in preparing for the next campaign the truth is that we have not a few members who regard vote-getting as of supreme importance no matter by what method the votes may be secured and this leads them to hold out inducements and make representations which are not at all compatible with the stern and uncompromising principle of a revolutionary party they seek to make the socialist propaganda so attractive eliminating whatever may give offense to bourgeois sensibilities that it serves as a bait for votes rather than as a means of education and votes thus secured do not properly belong to us and do injustice to our party as well as to those who cast them these votes do not express socialism and in the next ensuing election are quite as apt to be turned against us and it is better that they be not cast for the socialist party registering a degree of progress the party is not entitled to and indicating a political position the party is unable to sustain socialism is a matter of growth of evolution which can be advanced by wise methods but never by obtaining for it a fictitious vote we should seek only to register the actual vote of socialism no more and no less in our propaganda we should state our principles clearly speak the truth fearlessly seeking neither to flatter nor to offend but only to convince those who should be with us and win them to our cause through an intelligent understanding of its mission 
there is also a disposition on the part of some to join hands with reactionary trade unionists in local emergencies and in certain temporary situations to effect some specific purpose which may or may not be in harmony with our revolutionary program no possible good can come from any kind of a political alliance express or implied with trade unions or the leaders of trade unions who are opposed to socialism and only turn to it for use in some extremity the fruit of their own reactionary policy of course we want the support of trade unionists but only of those who believe in socialism and are ready to vote and work with us for the overthrow of capitalism the american federation of labor as an organization with its civic federation to determine its attitude and control its course is deadly hostile to the socialist party and to any and every revolutionary movement of the working class to kowtow to this organization and to join hands with its leaders to secure political favors can only result in compromising our principles and bringing disaster to the party not for all the vote of the american federation of labor and its labor dividing and corruption breeding craft unions should we compromise one jot of our revolutionary principles and if we do we shall be visited with the contempt we deserve by all real socialists who will scorn to remain in a party professing to be a revolutionary party of the working class while employing the crooked and disreputable methods of ward healing politicians to attain their ends of far greater importance than increasing the vote of the socialist party is the economic organization of the working class to the extent and only to the extent that the workers are organized and disciplined in their respective industries can the socialist movement advance and the socialist party hold what is registered by the ballot the election of legislative and administrative officers here and there where the party is still in a crude state and members economically and politically unfit to assume the responsibilities thrust upon them as the result of popular discontent will inevitably bring trouble and set the party back instead of advancing it and while this is to be expected and to an extent unavoidable we should court no more of that kind of experience than is necessary to avoid a repetition of it the socialist party has already achieved some victories of this kind which prove to be defeats crushing and humiliating and from which the party has not even now after many years entirely recovered we have just so much socialism that is stable and dependable because securely grounded in economics in discipline and all else that expresses class conscious solidarity and this must be augmented steadily through economic and political organization but no amount of mere votes can accomplish this in even the slightest degree a vote for socialism is not socialism any more than a menu is a meal socialism must be organized drilled equipped and the place to begin is in the industries where the workers are employed their economic power has got to be developed through efficient organization or their political power even if it could be developed would but react upon them thwart their plans blast their hopes and all but destroy them such organization to be effective must be expressed in terms of industrial unionism each industry must be organized in its entirety embracing all the workers and all working together in the interests of all 
in the true spirit of solidarity, thus laying the foundation and developing the superstructure of the new system within the old, from which it is systematically evolving and systematically fitting the workers, step by step, to assume entire control of the productive forces when the hour strikes for the impending organic change. Without such economic organization and the economic power with which it is clothed, and without the industrial cooperative training, discipline, and efficiency, which are its corollaries, the fruit of any political victories the workers may achieve will turn to ashes on their lips. Now that the capitalist system is so palpably breaking down, and in consequence its political parties breaking up, the disintegrating elements with vague reform ideas and radical bourgeois tendencies will head in increasing numbers toward the socialist party especially since the greatly enlarged vote of this year has been announced and the party is looming up as a possible dispenser of the spoils of office there is danger i believe that the party may be swamped by such an exodus and the best possible means and in fact the only effectual means of securing the party against such a fatality is the economic power of the industrially organized workers the votes will come rapidly enough from now on without seeking them and we should make it clear that the socialist party wants the votes only of those who want socialism and that above all as a revolutionary party of the working class it discountenances vote-seeking for the sake of votes and holds in contempt office-seeking for the sake of office these belong entirely to capitalist parties with their bosses and their boodle and have no place in a party whose shibboleth is emancipation with the workers efficiently organized industrially bound together by the common tie of their enlightened self-interest they will just as naturally and inevitably express their economic solidarity in political terms and cast a united vote for the party of their class as the forces of nature express obedience to the law of gravitation end of danger ahead